Hey everybody, welcome to the Pals Podcast. My name is George Boutsalis. And I'm your other pal, Ricky Liordi. Before you go any farther, we have one thing to say. Thanks so much to everybody who is tuned in and coming back to tune in again. We love you all and thank you for the support. For those of you who are new listeners, we ask one thing. Please take a second to go like, subscribe, and follow the Pals Podcast. You can do so on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, every social. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we'd like to give a special shout out to the people who keep the lights on for us, our, our sponsors. First is our presenting sponsor, Kingsville Brewery. Guys, we've been drinking this beer for the last probably six months now, and it is amazing. Most of you know me and George aren't big beer drinkers, but this stuff goes down great. Premium, light, refreshing, perfect for the cottage, summer drinks with your friends, or hanging out and listening to the pals. Uh, they're available now for GTA delivery through Profile Wine Group. So definitely check them out. You can get it delivered directly to your door for a very cheap cost. So definitely check that out. And guys, again, if you haven't drank this, give it a shot because it is so, so good. So special shout out to them. and Give them a follow on Instagram and all of the socials at Kingsville Brewery. And Georgie, tell me about our other sponsor. Oh, you, if you don't know, you're about to know. Our next sponsor is our baby, our passion project turn global social media app, taking over the world and fixing social media one vote at a time, Cast. Guys, I'm going to tell you what Cast is. Cast is a social voting app. We're on a mission to create a safe space to share your honest opinion and see an instant snapshot of what people really think. We're turning bystanders into active participants in every conversation. Now, you might say, George, doesn't social media like that already exist? Well, the answer is no, and you'll, you'd be wrong. Guys, there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing. Social media has become a place filled with subjective data, dishonest opinions, and biased narratives. We're bringing objective truth, honesty, and transparency to social media to create a real representation of what people really think. If you want to check out Cast and get on today and be part of the conversation, you can go to www.joincast.co backslash download. You can find Cast on the App Store and the Play Store. Just look for the Purple C. And that's all. Without further ado, LFG. Let's go. gentlemen welcome back to the pals podcast this episode we've got an exciting one if you are on tiktok like the rest of the world there's a good chance you will recognize our next guest he goes by mostly luca on tiktok and instagram so luca schaefer welcome to the pals podcast buddy good having you in here thank you guys for having me it's honestly you are first off our youngest guest we've ever had and probably our biggest tiktok superstar that we've had you're making me feel good. Stop hyping me up. <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? Just pump your tires a little bit, get the episode going. Oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> I love it. So, when did you start TikTok? How'd you get so big? What was what was the thing that kicked it off? I actually started on uh, what was it before TikTok? It was Musically, Musically, yeah, yeah. and TikTok bought Musically. Musically was not working out for me at all. Like, I think I had like. I think I had a hundred thousand followers after like a year, but like it just like I wasn't I wasn't going anywhere. And then whoa, when TikTok whoa, whoa. Don't came say out, it wasn't working. A hundred thousand in a year is still a lot, man. Like, I mean, it, it wasn't a lot, but like compared to what I was seeing, and like at the time, like after a year, like it was slowing down for me. Like I wasn't growing as fast. And then 
when TikTok came out, I heard, I don't know who told me, I think it was a friend of mine, but they were like, yeah, TikTok's pushing new creators, blah, 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 blah. And I had already sold my Musical.ly account because I don't know how, but it randomly got verified one day, but I just stopped using it. So I sold it. And so when TikTok came out, I started fresh. And within the first month, I think I had about 300,000 followers. I was like, okay, well, this is obviously working way better than whatever <laughs> I was doing on Musical.ly. So I just stuck to that and it just kept going and going. I love it. So did you get on Musical.ly, obviously, because you wanted to, like, you're you're striving to pursue something in the, in the music space in that sort of creative and... Like, was that the original reason why you got in there? Or what, what led you to start with Musical.ly? Honestly, I just like, there was some Viners, I think, that hopped on Musical.ly at the time. And I just thought, I just always thought like being like some kind of influencer or having followers in a way was a super dope. I just, I always thought it was so cool. And so I was like, it was one day I think in like, I think it was grade six. I started posting these random, random Musical.ly's. And I think it was one of me dancing on a toilet was the one that actually... <laughs> got me my first like little bit of followers at the time it was so strange and i just remember like running after class when i looked at my phone it's like telling all my friends about it too that's like on one of us when we get like five thousand hits on tiktok we're like yo guys check it out we're going viral yeah, it was like it was just a weird feeling because i was so used to getting like two thousand five thousand i think this one had like six hundred thousand views by the time i was after class I was like this little 13-year-old kid. So I started running around screaming in the hallways, <laughs> telling everybody about it. That's so crazy, man. Grade six, I was like, that's what's so interesting to me. Like, like grade six, you had this. When I was in grade six, I didn't even have my first cell phone. I literally had, like, I'm only, I'm 30. I'm not that old. I mean, I'm older than you, but I'm not like, I'm not no, like, super old yet. But I got my first cell phone. Just to put this in perspective of like how different times are. I was in grade seven and I'll never forget it's when the Motorola Razor came out, literally came out like the year, grade six, grade seven. And I remember that it was like the, the biggest thing for Christmas. Like all my friends started getting cell phones in grade seven. People got the Motorola Razor. My dad got me, got me a cell phone. It was this like brick of a Nokia phone. Like, honestly, I can't even explain how shit it was. I could barely take a picture. Like I was so mad, so cheap. Some of my friends had the Razor. Like, this is the sickest phone ever. Fast forward to now, you guys are like creating music, like creating like TikToks and on Musically, all like just during school. Like to me, that makes no sense. I, if I tried to do the most, the most I could do was text somebody in grade seven, and I had like two people to text. So, so Luca, you, you my phone? Oh no, continue. Sorry, no. I was just gonna say you might not know this, but back in the day when we used to text, you'd have to you only had the the ten digits on the phone, right? So you had one through nine plus zero, and then the star and the uh uh. Uh, and the pound wow. sign, I went blank there for a second. Oh, yeah. So you would have to, to get like the letter C, you would have to touch two, three times. So you can imagine how long it would take to text like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? You'd be like, imagine. whatever, I don't know, five, three times to get H or whatever. It was just terrible. My phone, it was, I, honestly, I would call my phone more of like an, an iPod. It was like my dad's old iPhone when he got the new one and it didn't have like a number or a SIM card or anything in it. It just, I, so we, I don't know how, but we got the school Wi-Fi. I don't think the teacher was new because we were running on like their private Wi-Fi that was good. And so, you know, we'd be always like Snapchatting each other in class and stuff. <laughs> That's so much like sending notes back and forth. Hey, George, you remember? It's like, hey, hand the note yeah, back. I used to hand notes at that age, man. That's crazy. Like now, so like, like all my, I have like younger nieces and nephews and never mind texting. They're like, I'll message them. And they'd be like, yeah, can you like message us on, message us on Snapchat? I was like, do you guys not have a, like, you have a phone. You can't text me. They're like, no, no, we talk on Snapchat. I was like, what the hell is going on in this world? Like, I feel so on. I, I mean, 
to give you context too, me and Rick, are founders of a tech startup. So like we are very tech, more or less tech savvy, but even that blows my mind. I don't understand, you know, younger generations these days. It's, it's crazy how fast it's changing. Honestly, even my cousins, I think what they just turned like 11. They got their, fro- they got their first phone. It seems like every, like every year, the younger kids are getting the phone sooner. Yeah. Are, are you the, the cool cousin? Are you the cool cousin now? Kind of. It was like one day, my, I think I didn't think it was really that cool. So one day my cousins went to school and I don't know if they talked about me or something, but they brought up my name and I guess their friends were like supporters of mine. And they were like, Oh yeah, he's our cousin. And I, they came back and they were like, none of our friends believe us. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> They were like, Oh yeah, you guys are lying and stuff. And I was like, Oh, well just show them our family picture or something. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. that like my cousin's friends know me. That is pretty crazy. Is that so? Like, when did you you said that that first video on music kind of blew up, and it kind of gave you a little bit of inkling you wanted to keep doing this? Was what was the point where it was like? I mean, I'm, I don't want to say you've like assume you made it. Maybe you feel like you have or haven't. But like, what was the point where you first started to feel like, okay, like I'm starting to pursue this. It's getting some traction. I can keep doing it. People kind of like that 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 moment you kind of felt like you're on the right track. Um, I'd probably say it was probably when I went to like my first like paid event or either probably like one of my first paid deals. Cause at first, you know, when you're small, like when you have a smaller phone, you're not really making any money. You're kind of just doing it. So eventually when I got my first deal and then I finally got like, got the money for it, I was like, Oh, okay. So I could like, you know, I can make a living with this. And I think that was the turning point. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't think, I think my first mark was when I hit a million. I, my goal was like, when I hit a million, you know, I'm going to take this really seriously. Cause I feel like that's a fairly big number. There's obviously a bunch of people with a million, but like, not too too many so i think it was when i hit a million that was when i started like really taking it seriously and i think that was in like grade eight so i just went to high school that is insane what's that like okay let me ask you another second what's that like going to high school with like a million followers like are you someone (laughs) who walk in and you're like yeah i'm I'm the king (laughs) honestly it was really bad like people you know you probably think it'd be dope but like it was probably like i hit a million probably like a couple months after musically went into TikTok and everybody like in the older generations, I feel like didn't like musically because it was so, it had like this really cringy stereotype to it. So at first when people found out I did like, like TikTok and stuff, it still kind of had the reputation of musically. So like a lot of the kids thought I was cringy. I really only had like a solid group of friends and anybody that wasn't in my friend group thought I was super abnormal and weird and cringy. So at like over time, you know, I started to grow on people, but like at the beginning, because I went to a different high school than all my friends. And so I knew nobody. So it was like starting fresh already and having kids think I'm cringy. So it was a little difficult, but over time, you know, it, it was pretty cool. Well, what do you say to those people now that said, said that you were cringy back then? I, just don't, I don't give them the time of day. It was actually funny because it was like one dude that like really bullied me in high school, like would call me names and stuff and shove me around. And I just remember him. I think it was like a month ago. He was in my DMs. He was like, "Oh, because I'm because like I'm on like you know this tour right now." He hit me up and he was like, "Yo, when you're back in Vancouver, let's hang out." And I'm just thinking, I'm like, "Why? Why, why would I do that?" Fuck you, <laughs> do you like not forget all like the stuff you did to me like in grade eight? I was like, "No, good." I man. didn't respond. Exactly to you should be. Exactly. I wasn't gonna give it the time. It's so funny. You hear a lot. You, you like you hear stories that often, and I, I I don't even remember where, but I heard it recently, and I don't know if it was from a. Uh, from like a celebrity or comedian or somebody, someone, anyways, listen to a story. And so many people have those where it's like, you know, 
fuck. Anyways, I'm not going to remember who it is now. But, uh, oh, no, you know what? Anyways, irrelevant. Whatever. It was like Jonah Hill was telling this story and Michael Sarah, But when they were like, Michael Sarah actually told it, who is evidently also Canadian. When he, told, he was telling the story about how, like, before Superbad came out, you know, the high school in Brampton, he was a little, like, you know, nerdy kid that had got no time of day and he used to get bullied a lot. Superbad comes out. And the guy, like, the week before that was, like, oh. bullying. You saw his poster at the movie theater and he's like, Hits him up, but hey, yeah, let's like let's hang out, telling everybody their buddies and everything. So interesting, eh? Like how you know it doesn't change the person you are. Like you don't change like, just because you have followers. That doesn't mean you're a different person. Yeah, a little more famous, but your personality probably didn't change much. But it's interesting how they think you're a loser then, and now because other people say you have followers, now you're okay then, right? It's it's interesting how people look at how they treat people and yeah. then see people. I, I get that a lot from like some hometown kids. They're like, oh, you changed. And I'm like. It's not that I changed. It's the situation changed. Like my surroundings changed. I'm still the same person. It's just now I'm doing different things. Now you want to reach out to me now. Like, but before you would never reach out to me. So yeah. that's a good way. It sucks, but it is. Yeah, no, I, I like that. It's not that I changed. It's the situation changed. And some people, they like don't get it. Right? Like they think because you're in a different situation that you change. It's like, no, like I grew, I kept going. I'm moving forward. I'm doing bigger and better things. You never took the time to get to know me before. So you don't realize that the person that I am, the person who I was always brought me to this situation, but because they didn't take the time to get to know you or they misjudged you, they think you've changed now because now you're what they would call like cool in society, right? Like, you know, it's like, you've always been the same dude. It's just now you have a bigger platform to show people who you are. I, love, I leveled up. That's it. I, love I leveled up and it's like, it's like, I can't go down. Now you got to meet me and you got to get up to me. I love it. You think, as it, I'm going to ask you honestly, like from uh, like looking inwardly from yourself, do you think it's changed a little bit? Like being as famous, uh, you know, building this fame, pursuing this career. Do you think it's, it's changed at all? Or do you feel like it's still the same from back then? Do you think you change it in another way? Like, how do you feel like it's evolved from like your days of starting this, like, you know, from grade six and musically now to be a 17 year old and, and, you know, starting to reach that kind of. Um, I feel like, I feel like I've probably, probably changed a little bit. Like, not like my personality and stuff, but like, just the way I act, like me being humble with certain things I do and certain things I would do back when, you know, I was still in high, like still going to public school and stuff. And just like the group of people I surround myself in, I probably slowly changed over time, but probably for the better, not for the worse. If that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Do you still hang out with any of your, like that original crew you said from your elementary school? Do you still hang out with any of them? Um, I hang out with a couple of them. It was, it was actually funny because once I left high school, once I left uh, public school to do online, because it was like I was traveling and going to all these events that were happening during the school year. It was at the point where it was like, honestly, just better for me to do online school because I could do it while I was traveling and stuff than me missing all the days and just having to come back and catch up. But it was uh, when I left public school, there was like part of my group that just like went to the dark side and just all of a sudden completely like hated me because they started hanging out with the, the kids that didn't like me. So it started wrong rubbing off them so i still hang out with a couple of like my og original ones, ones yeah but yeah some of them some of them no i feel yeah yeah i want to uh i want to switch and pivot to this tour the boys of summer how did it start when where'd you guys come up with the idea like take us through because this is like a massive thing on on social media now well not even just on social I'm, media in person but i guess like it picked up so much steam on social media like i'm old in comparison and i know what this is um, I think it's been going on for a while. I don't know when the first one was, but uh, I met the the guy that runs the tour. 
his name's Mike. I met Mike at an event and then it was 2019. So this is my second time on it. It was supposed to happen last year, but you know, because of COVID, it, it didn't happen. So my first one was in 2019 and he hit me up and he was like, want to be a part of it? And I was like, well, well, why would I not want to be on a tour? I was like, that literally sounds awesome. And so I came on it. My parents came on it too. So it, That's it was dope. a little... Nah, well, it's, Listen, I mean, the older you get, the more you like spending time with your parents. Remember yeah. that you're gonna. There's gonna be times where they're not gonna I, be around as much, and you're gonna miss them. Yeah, I think I just turned 16 at the time, or I was either like almost 16. So I mean, I understood when my parents came. So like, you know, how are you gonna let this 15, 16 year old kid on a tour for a month with like, you know, a bunch of people you don't know? But uh, it was a little weird because they were the only parents there. But I mean, I guess because of that now though, and they see how like you know how I behaved myself and stuff and how responsible I was. Like now they let me do this stuff with myself. But um, the tour was a crazy experience just being able to like meet a bunch of people that support me every day. Also being surrounded with a bunch of creators that have the same mindset as I do. So it's like the creativity is there. We bounce ideas off of each other and you can make better ideas. The collabs there's the growth is the growth, the growth on tour is insane. The whole experience honestly is just crazy. What was one of the, uh, what would you say is one of the highlights? It's just one thing that you could pick out of that trip that really sticks out, whether it's a moment or experience, whatever. Honestly, it's probably the moment you go on stage and like, it's just like you walk, you walk on stage. Cause we do this game called the dating game on stage. Like this little like skit kind of thing. We bring a girl up and then ask the crowd a question. And then every, like we all have to answer and then you eliminate one. And there's one left. And it's like the moment we all run on stage, we always have our phones out and then like, when you run on stage, everybody's screaming and the whole venue's like just loud and it's like the vibe is just insane. Just the hype in the whole room. That's I so can't cool. imagine. Actually, I, you know, I, I won a fitness contest when I was like 21. Oh, here we like go. 5,000 people there. That was kind of <laughs> cool for me. Yeah. Uh, I just like, I imagine like with our shows having like, you know, anywhere from like 700 to like 1,000 people. When I think about it, I think about these like rappers and singers that do their tours and they have like 30,000 or like 10,000 people in their shows. I can't imagine what that's like when I yeah. think like a thousand is super cool. And then they're over here having like sometimes, you know, hundreds, yeah. of, uh, hundreds of thousands at like concerts and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. hundred percent. What's your, like, so what's your, your dream then? Like, you know, right now you said you wanted to pursue this being an influencer. Like you, you when you found it could be a career, you wanted to pursue it. That was cool. What is like the road? What does the rest of the road look like for you? Is it continue to be um, like a big influencer? Is there bigger ambitions? Like what's. Oh, I, I obviously still want to be an influencer, but my main thing right now is I want to do music. And I was in LA for like a couple of weeks before I left to go on tour. So I was hanging out with my a couple of buddies making some like music in the studio, messing around. I'm still trying to figure out what kind of, cause like my playlist is like all over the place. I listen to so many different genres and so honestly my what i'm doing in the studio right now is i'm still trying to figure out what kind of music i want to make but i think music is definitely the path i want to take right now right. music well, and youtube i have to start on youtube i've been slapping on youtube speaking about the music then what is on your playlist right now give us like your most five your five favorite songs right now five favorite songs oh okay okay um holy smokes by trippy red okay shop shop by tusi um, so Done by The Kid Leroy, Off the Map by So Fago, and Bloody Valentine by Machine Gun Kelly. Chocolate, I know. So I, got, I got a little bit of like, yeah, I got a little bit of rock, a little bit of EDM, and I got a lot of rap. And then I have like, you obviously have, you guys know Sam Smith. I got some Sam Smith in there, like some slow songs. It's a little bit all over the place. I get it. 
Okay, okay. I actually know quite a few of those people. I don't. I, I used to listen to rap quite a bit. I, I, I don't anymore. I actually, I'm not. I was never going to pursue a career in music, but I was. Uh, I was in the in a band in high school, and then I, I went to music production and DJ through university when the whole EDM rise was coming up. Ricky through events with, with another buddy of ours. They were promoters. Oh. Uh, and like, what do you, what's the word you look for? Uh, what's the word you use? For? Not promoters, like band uh, coordinators. Whatever. Yeah, I threw big events, uh, and I DJ. I played a lot of those shows and. It was more like in the EDM track, but then I did. I have a phase where like a lot of those those people I know, but the one in that list that I know for a long time, he's been doing it for a long time, is Machine Gun Kelly. And it's so interesting because I think he's actually with the rise of like, I don't explain, like his personality fits with like culture today really well. Like he's been around for a very long time and he was always really like, you know, super famous in big tracks. But I think now with like TikTok and everything, like it's really helping him blow up. Um, he's really, really, and he's actually seems like a really interesting guy to talk to. Like, he just seems like he's got a lot, a lot of different personality like angles, you know. Oh, you cut out there. Oh, I was saying that uh, he's killing the music game. Like his yeah. songs are just doing numbers right now. And he's making that? box too, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, he's living it. He's living it. <laughs> you, can, you can't get, you can't get a better life than that, dude. Honestly, like. <laughs> I would honestly agree with you on that one. Yeah. You got one of the most beautiful women in the world. You're touring the world, just playing your music and what you love doing. So, yeah, I, I agree. Who are some uh, musicians that you take inspiration from then? Probably Kid Leroy, because I think he's I think he's the same age as me, too. And I think he, I don't know exactly how many. I lost my Spotify premium, so I don't use my Spotify. But I think he's got, like, around 30 million monthly listeners, has, like, songs with, like, hundreds of millions i think maybe a song with over a billion i don't know but he's doing crazy numbers for a 17 year old kid and that's what i'd like to be that's how like i, I aspire to be like him yeah I, I, man he's killed he just did that performance with the beebs justin bieber Just, justin bieber exactly imagine yeah. at 17 i have a song with justin bieber oh i can't you're crazy going up there. you're going to the mood at that point yeah basically that's so crazy. so i want to ask you and i want to pivot a little bit back to like the the tiktok aspect because obviously, do you follow like Barstool Sports and, and that sort of stuff? Like Dave Portnoy, you know that is at all? I hear that. I don't follow them, but I see a lot of their stuff. You see how he's like, he's kind of tapped, he's tapped into like the TikTok world and like, well, who's the yeah. guy's the podcast with Josh Richardson or whatever? Like all these like yeah. TikTokers, whatever. So obviously there's like this own, like TikTok is kind of how like Vine was back in the day. It has its own world and its own um, personalities and stuff like that. If there's one person in that in that space you could collaborate with or you know sit down with and, and pick their brain, whatever, is there anybody that like you look to for influence you think is doing something cool? Like uh, someone to like sit down and have like sit down and talk to type of thing? Yeah. Probably a Logan Paul. Okay, that's a good one. Because I, I feel like you know he, he's been in here since Vine doing crazy numbers on YouTube and then he went to boxing and did crazy numbers on, you know, boxing. He boxed Floyd Mayweather and then he did music for a little bit too and his music was doing numbers. Like, he's just kind of like dabbed and like touched in a little bit of everything. He's been in the game for a long time. So, he's like, I feel like if I sit down and talk to him, I could actually like learn a lot. I feel, I feel like, like he's, he's really good with marketing and everything. Yeah, he's something that actually like transformed the uh, kind of the, the YouTuber, influencer, social media people into more than just that. Like he's not a social media guy anymore. He's a full on entertainer, you know, like it wouldn't shock me that if he goes and produces his own TV show or movie or series or something like that's the next step. Like you went from creating YouTube videos to getting canceled because of a YouTube video 
to fighting exactly. arguably the greatest boxer of all time, even though it's an exhibition match, like you stood in the ring with this guy for seven rounds or wherever, however many rounds it was like as an entertainer, what else, what else is on that list? He's, he's done it all. Honestly, it's crazy. Yeah. He's, he's set for life too. Like he probably doesn't need to work anymore. He can just do whatever. Oh, hundred percent. He's making like, he probably made, I think he made like 20, maybe 20 mil on that fight or six, no, maybe less. But he made a lot of money. Like he's he couldn't he doesn't have to work if he doesn't want to. He's actually Logan Paul. Like Jake Paul, I'm not a big fan of, but Logan Paul, I, I respect what he's done. And I think he's seems pretty bright, doesn't come off as arrogant. Actually, on that note, would you ever step into the boxing ring if you had an opportunity to? Yo, honestly, I would. I'm I don't want to say I'm tall. Like I feel like I'm six foot, so I feel like I'm a decent height. I haven't gone to the gym. I would be down to hop in the ring or something. I'd actually train for that, honestly. Whether yeah, I get my ass beat or I win, but are you a, are you a like fighter at all? Or are you more like, like if you're gotten he's a, a lover, let him. Yeah, no, you know, actually, a funny story. I, this, I don't want this to sound bad, but I, I've never been in a fight, but I want to be in a fight. I've just never wanted to be the kid that throws the first punch. Like, I don't want to get the first punch and then get knocked out. I want this, like, someone like punch me or like kick me or aggravate me somehow so I have a reason to hit them back. Because I've never been in a fight, and obviously, I don't want to fight someone for no reason, but like, I kind of want to experience it in a way. But Luca, take this from me. Hop in the ring. Who knows? I, I got uh, I got kicked in the face. Well, it's a long okay. story. So you do not want to get hit first. Nah, <laughs> it's not, it's not like fun. I, That's I, probably I, the only fight, real fight I've ever been on. It wasn't much of a fight. I got kicked in the face, and then I just kind of turned around and just started punching people. It was wasn't like, even a fight. Rick was drunk at a festival, took his shirt off in a mosh pit, went down to grab a bottle off the floor. And got no, it was a pinata. Still stupid. It's no, even worse. God, some, listen, some guy had, I'll tell the story. Some guy had a pinata. So I grabbed right. it. I went to like, we're all in this massive mosh pit and they made a circle. So I went to put the pinata on the floor. Some guy went to kick the pinata and his shin oh, just like me. swiped my nose, like fully, like just took my nose off. Uh, so I get up and I'm like, I'm in the bag too. Like, I'm like, I'm drunk. So I don't feel anything. I'm like blood everywhere. And I was like a bigger dude at the time too. And I just look up and I'm like, you kicked, you kicked me. Boom. Punch this kid. And the other guy's like, no, it wasn't him. I'm like, it's fucking you punch this guy. And everyone's looking at me. Cause I'm like, just blood everywhere. And I'm like, uh, where's George? I gotta find him. And yeah, it was a wild day. Yeah. George, I like I've, my nose like I've actually yet. been in a fight. Like I've been in a, in a, in a real boxing, like actual boxing match. I, I fought once. It's not that bad, but you gotta, it's like, it's not, Boxing is different than like a street fight. Like I was there when we got that started throwing bombs at people. It was actually pretty funny. Like I felt bad for him, but it was pretty funny. He was fucked up. But um, like getting in a fight's not bad. It just the biggest thing is like staying calm because most people like if you get in like a fight. I've been in one fight in school when I was in like grade four or five. Got beat up like pretty like just like I was I was a little short fat kid. Like I just absolutely absolutely wrecked. Like not even not even embarrassed to admit it. I remember his name Jordan Lewis. I'll never forget that kid. Um, and then anyways, but fighting, like actually fighting like in a ring too. It's so different because like, you know, you have like, it's fighting in the street, you know, it's like, okay, I just got to drop this guy immediately. So I got to work. Yeah, it's just all about winning. Doesn't you know, matter how you win. In a boxing match, it's like, you have time, you know, okay, if I can't burn myself out, I got to chill, stay calm, all this shit. Uh, but I'll tell you, like my, I wasn't a fighter by any means. Once you get in the ring a little bit and train, it just shows you like, you can like if you, if you stay calm in a fight, you typically prevail. The person who's most level-headed and most chill typically comes out ahead. 
This is more obviously boring. So, uh, boxing, specific. Like boxing, you got to actually train for. You know, absolutely. It's it's hard as Fighting's shit. Fighting's just like exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, street fight, you can do whatever. If you're in a street fight, honestly, you're trying to win, no matter yeah. what you want to do. You want to kick him in the balls, you kick him in the balls. It's like boxing <laughs> can't do that. That's no, the rules, so. or you're like Ricky, just start throwing hands at everybody. Yeah, that was it. whoever was in my line of sight was catching it. Then George snapped my nose oh, back. It was not. It was not a preset. I woke up, my face is just like this. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> anyway, how, how did you feel the next day? Uh, so we actually, George actually kind of like snapped my nose back in. I don't even think I did. Okay. I think I fucked it up more to be honest. I know we woke, so we got back to the hotel that night. So we stayed at the festival because, like, you know, we're having a blast. Like Kai goes there, Rufus the Soul. Like we're just vibing. And uh, so George like kind of tries to put it back in place. So we got home that night from the, uh, we got to our hotel. I ordered, like, we ordered all a bunch of room service to just get the ice. So I woke up with, like, all the ice on my face. Woke up, my eyes are, like, swollen. Like, my cheeks are puffy. But I didn't have black eyes, shockingly. But the rest of the vacation, you just, like, no, you see my nose getting worse and worse as the time goes on. As it starts to heal, it's just, like, so now I, I got it fixed, thank God, because it was a bad, it looked pretty bad before, but... Anyways, um, more opinion. Well, I got another question on uh, on that on the on the TikTok. I jump back. Um, is there one person on TikTok you think is super cringy that you like can't stand? I don't want to put you in the spot either. You don't want to answer, but I just feel like you might know more people in that space. And I don't know if there's any beefs or anything on TikTok, but I don't I don't want to say his name. <laughs> but there is, there is a dude I really dislike, and I think he's like around the same following as me too. I think we're somewhat around the same height. So if there ever becomes a boxing opportunity, I know who I want to call out. Come on. <laughs> I would I would knock the shit out of this kid. <laughs> At that point, it's like, he's, he, he did something one day and it's like, now it's like, it's not like just boxing, boxing. It's like, I'm, I got a reason behind it. Like I really would just sock this kid. So, really? He did something like personal, like something personally or just something on TikTok? Nah, it was something personal. It was in person. So I was like, you know. Oh, this guy disrespected you. Yeah, it was, it's a, yeah, he did. He did disrespect me. I don't, I don't know if what I did made him jealous or something, but he just, I don't know. He was pissed at me for whatever reason. See, so. This is the clip we're going to post on Instagram and TikTok and be like, drop the comments. Who is it? And let's see who people think. And then, boom, we're going to organize the boxing match right in here. We'll make uh -oh. a little ring in here. And that's it. Dancer. He's a, he's a dancer. That's a hint, though. He's a dancer. Okay. All the, all I don't know how many followers he has. All he has the like, fans are going to know who they're talking about. We, I have no idea. Like, I'll probably, I probably don't know. No, I don't think I've said, I don't think I've even said this anywhere. But he's like, I think he has like probably around four or five million. Like, I think he has somewhere around me. And yeah, he's a, he's a really popular dancer right now. So, I mean, someone might be able to figure it out, but I think it's the first time I've ever spoken about it online. Man, we got some, we got an exclusive out here. We're going to start, we're going to be digging for the beef. We're gonna start commenting. You guys, on the, you, guys, you, know. you guys should be the commentators. You guys can be the commentators when I knock them out. Hundred percent, bro. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel like that guy that knows nothing about boxing. Like, yo, he just socked him. Boy, he drops. Well, I don't know. He dances. So I'm, I'm assuming he's probably good on his feet. But he, he kind of like, in a way, like looks like me. We don't typically look like a fighter. Like I don't think he's he fights. But uh, I don't know. I think it'd be a fairly good fight because we probably have around the same range, same following. So I feel like it's kind of head to head. If you ever fight, I'll, I'll set you up with the trainer. My my trainer's actually I, I won my fight. I'm one to know one knockout. So I uh, which doesn't typically happen. I actually fought, I felt bad. It was a charity boxing match, like a big event, and like I'm the first guy in, in the history of eight years to knock a dude out. It's kind of scary. You feel you feel kind of bad after. But my trainer is a really really good trainer. 
Uh, so if you're in any advice, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll set you up. Of course, I'll have to hit you up if this becomes a thing. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, on the flip side of that, so we know there's that that person you you beef with. Who's your favorite TikToker? Like someone you'd w- love to collab question. with on TikTok. So we know music, um, got that. Say it again. Cut out there. Two turn Tony. I think that's his name. I think I heard that two turn Tony. I didn't hear. You know know who he is? Yeah, you're cutting out a bit, but yeah, two turn Tony. I heard it. Oh, I love two turn Tony. Another guy does the stuff with the duck and the girls, and his parents get mad at him and stuff. Like I feel like you know, I would that would be so funny. I'd love to be in one of his videos. So even drinking, I don't care. I think that'd be so funny. My dad watches two turn Tony. Come on. My dad, like my dad's like 64 now, 63, like heavier set dude knows nothing about social media. One day, like during COVID, like I showed him what TikTok was never used it maybe about a month ago. So like it's the morning we're both like waking up having coffee and I just hear two turn Tony in the background. And I look over at my dad. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you're about this uh, Tony two turned. I'm like, <laughs> Tony two turned. Tony two turned. You know, come look, come look at this. Hey, look, his mom's getting mad at him. Look at his dad. I'm like, dad, like what? I think his stuff's super creative and funny. And yeah. It's like all like little skit stuff too. It's not like he's like doing an audio or dancing. Like I don't see anybody else doing the stuff he does on the app. So it's cool. Definitely creative. I like he's original. He always pops in my time. And I will say, so I have people who've listened, heard this story already, but I was super against TikTok for a while. Not for any real reason, but I just have like, I had so much social, all this social media trying to get off it. Ironically, like I said, Ricky and I founded a social media company. So trying to get off social media and now we're built, built an app that's in that space. But uh, I tried to stay off TikTok for a while because of the fact that I was like, first I thought it was like, I was like, I was older. I was looking at it. I was like, it's just all a bunch of fucking kids dancing. And then I kind of understood that it was more than that. But then I was like, fuck, if I started watching it, I'm going to waste so much time on it. Like, I know it's got a good algorithm. I know it's very, like, it, it'll serve what I want to see. So I stayed off for so long. And then I was like, for obviously for our app that we're building, we're like, you know what? Might as well get on it. It's free promo. I'll post stuff that we're doing behind the scenes, whatever. And I started making videos and I used to vlog on, on YouTube. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like YouTube, but on your phone and like easier to do than editing video. I'll be honest. I'm fucking addicted to this app now. Like it, I can see oh why God. so many people around the world use it. I was like, it, but just it's fun. And it's more, it seems more to a degree, more real than like Instagram is for instance. Like, I mean, a lot of people I know use Instagram for whatever, to post pictures of whatever they want, but over time it seems a little bit curated. You know, people are, they, you can, you can kind of curate your own persona. Whereas TikTok seems more like natural and it's, it's crazy shit. It's funny shit. So I kind of see the appeal oh, and funny. I, uh, I'm not embarrassed to admit now I'm fully full-fledged uh, TikTok. I'm not that good at it though. Like I have like, I think my last video had like nine views. Pretty bad. <laughs> you know what I just oh, realized? Yeah, I like- Sorry, we should have live streamed this this episode on TikTok. From the Pals account. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been actually rude. Funny Next time. you say that because like I feel like me and TikTok personally, I'm actually like, even as a TikToker, I'm really not a too addicted i'd say like i'll get on i'll look for an idea i'll post it and i feel like i get off the app and i'm, I'm i don't really go back on it until i want to post another tiktok but it's funny you say that because my dad we watch watching tv and i'll look over 
And I, I'll see him just scrolling on the For You page, just looking. And he just gets a bunch of, like, stupid memes. And he'll send them to me. It'll be like like a little rat washing itself with, like, a toothbrush in a bathtub. And he'll send it to me. And, like, oh, laughing and stuff. My parents use it more than I do, honestly, probably. That's actually really good, though, because that, like, that's the one that I always found that, I mean, you're younger, right? So you, you always think about, like, you know, you think about younger generation when they started getting on these social media apps, they want to, you know, create content, which is great. I think it's good to express yourself creatively, but it can be like a, uh, can be also negative, right? Cause you spend so much time on it, seeing what people are doing. So then the fact that you don't spend that much time on it, you're just doing it more to be the creative, not really worrying too much about like what's going on, what people are doing around you. And that's actually quite a positive way to use it. I mean, it's obviously doesn't hurt ever to kind of peek in and see what people are doing, but no. having that discipline to like stay away from it on like a full-time consumption basis, it's probably got to be good. I guess for mental, like for mental health capacity, oh, also not getting, we're not wasting time. I feel like what I hear a lot of people say nowadays is like they spend, they'll be on there so much and they'll see all these people living like a bunch of like dope lives and they start to compare themselves. Like, you know, you might compare yourself to like this dude and you know, he's way bigger than you, better looking than you. And you're like, damn, this guy's living the best life. But it's just like, I don't know. I find being instead spending less time on the app. Like it doesn't affect my mental health too much. So like, I'm not here comparing myself to them. I'm just doing my own thing. It's good for it's you. that you recognize that at a young age because there's people probably closer to our age that still haven't realized that. Oh, for sure. It's a lot good of for you that you've realized it at that age because, again, it's a vicious cycle. Social media, if you've got that negative mentality where you're constantly looking at other people in their lives, because, again, social media, 99% of the time is a highlight reel of someone's life. So everyone shares the highs and the amazing travel experiences. No one, posts, no one posts the negative stuff going on. They only post the stuff that's good. So you look and you're like, damn, this girl's living the best life because, you know, she's only posting the good stuff. Like, you don't know what's going on off camera. So 100%, man. And I honestly, that's it's really good you see that. It's one thing I'll say personally. I, I think I've been very fortunate. I've done some, done some cool shit, been, been around the world, done cool, been cool parties, met cool people. Um, but it's even when I was younger, like older, and I was saying older than you, I was like probably like, 25 or 24 25 like out of university i'd see people posting and you know you'd see somebody doing something really cool someone uh you know going down to vegas on, on a jet or going whatever something that's really like very rare for people to do not something normal people would do and i was like oh wow that guy's life sick. and over time i was like i was thinking about it, i was like wow like how ungrateful i must i must sound like to think even think that in my head that like I get to do all these cool things and what like this guy's life's cool. Like you don't know what else goes on. And it takes a lot of time to realize, and especially because social media still is fairly new. Like we grew up in the Facebook era, more or less Facebook, Instagram. And like, even during that time, you don't really realize it, but the fact that like, you know, at, at your age, um, you know, you can kind of catch these things and it's good to notice those early on. Cause it, it can be very, like very toxic, very negative, right? Like you, everybody's chasing that, that next thing, or, you know, if I get bigger to be like this guy on my life, will be better and so forth, but it never ends. And you just always set pushing the bar more. And it's just never ending. I feel like I, I hear that often people comparing themselves, like, you know, girls being like, damn, this girl looks way better than me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you, you, you can't compare yourself to them. You just got to be yourself. Everybody's doing different stuff. You never know what's going on in someone else's life. Cause a lot of people don't talk about the negative stuff online. They only talk about the positive stuff. So it's just like, you can't compare yourself. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of girls, what do your DMs look like on a daily basis? <laughs> Honestly, I actually don't go through my DMs a lot. Occasionally, I'll sit through my requests and I'll go through, you know, find a couple pretty. I'll respond to some, you know, girls here and there, some supporters. <laughs> but uh, I, I usually, typically, actually don't go through my DMs a lot. Really, breaking hearts. And I feel right like now. that's like girls are girls are sitting at home thinking, "Fuck, he's not looking at the DMs." 
I do sometimes, but I feel like a big stereotype of like TikTok boys is like, oh, like, you know, what's that term? They're like a fuck boy. They talk to all these girls. So I'm sitting here like, I genuinely don't Snapchat a lot of girls. Like, especially being on tour and stuff. We're on a bus with absolutely zero service all day. The most ass Wi-Fi I've ever seen, which is odd. How are you going to put a bunch of influencers on a bus? And the one thing they need is Wi-Fi and it doesn't work. But, Man, you can't get like an unlimited data package or something? <laughs> oh, that's my mom. Bro, the merch lady bought a... Um, bought a portable hotspot from Verizon and she, she doesn't tell anybody else on it but me the passwords. I got good Wi-Fi, but everybody else is complaining about the Wi-Fi, running up their data bill and stuff, and I'm just laughing. So, but uh, no, I honestly don't like talk to a lot of girls. I honestly don't talk to a lot of girls. Like, talk like that. Like, I, I got some friends here and there, but like, I don't flirt or, like, I've never been in a relationship or like, even like, probably been in the talking stage if that's what you want to call it. Oh, you're Come still on. young. You're still young, right? You're a good-looking dude, oh, man. You got to be out there. I, think, yeah, I mean, I'm not – I understand whenever – time's right, whatever. But, like, honestly, being someone – I see, like, guys like you on TikTok or, like, I see your TikTok. I'm like, oh, this guy, for sure he's got dates left, right, and center. Like, I'm friends with Ricky, and Ricky's got dates left, right, and center. And that guy, Ricky's pretty ugly. I was like, I see this guy dancing. I'm like, this guy's got moves. He's got to be like, going on dates and having his DMs blow up, you know? Good for you, though, man. You going to let him do you like that, Ricky? <laughs> You know what? It's it is what it is. I I do go on dates. I have fun. Actually, I just posted a. I was looking for a date for a wedding, and I, I've been having some bad luck lately. So I uh, I posted a TikTok, and I was like, I'm looking for a date for a wedding, and it kind of blew up. I've had like six thousand comments or something. And like, mind you, I'm not a TikToker at all. Yeah, go watch it after, and you'll you'll see. I'm fucking. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I got like 5,000 followers in the last like couple days. I'm like, that's it. I made it. I'm quitting. That's it. I'm, jo- I'm going with the I, boys on tour. Like I got nothing against girls, but like just in like the space I am, like, I, like you said, at 17, like I really don't need to be worrying about a relationship. I'm trying to focus on like my hustle and grind. And like, I really don't want anything to get in the way. Also don't want to have to spend extra money that I really don't need to. So <laughs> I, respect <laughs> I respect that. Hey, I was, listen. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say if I say this, Rick's gonna roast me. But I was the same way when I was young. Like, I mean, for a long time, I just like I was like, let me focus on work, let me focus on like myself and all those things. So I didn't either. But I, I'm not gonna roast you. Like, it's okay. I, I, I said like myself a lot of girls there, but it's okay. I feel like so, some girls' ideas of like a date would be like, oh, going to a nice restaurant. You know, the guy pays for the dinner. I'm like, dude, if I'm ever taking a girl on a date, we're gonna chill out. We're gonna we're gonna order some McDonald's, right? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying you some like fifty dollars. I'm not buying you some $50 steak. I just met you. We're having some McDonald's. We're going to watch a movie. <laughs> that's like, but, honestly, okay. that's why I'm grateful. My, like my girlfriend, like I don't get me wrong. Take like love the girl, take her to nice dinners, but also she's chill. And she's like, you know what? Like we can like, get McDonald's tonight and watch Netflix. I'm like, perfect. But you do got to, you do got to get, it's going to give and take a little. Cause eventually then they want like, okay, had enough of this takeout. Let's go somewhere nice. Like, all right, cool. Meanwhile, I'm going to like, date tonight. I'm going to get rinsed $300 dinner for sure. Where are you going tonight? Oh, you're right? done, you're done, uh, I'm going to a, I'm going to Gusto. They don't take Rezo. So I booked Taroni as a backup. So Luca, next time you're in Toronto, we got some good recos. I'm down. We'll put you in touch I with people like too, so you get it on the house. That's it. Do a little TikTok there. Boom. Free dinner. That's it. like another common problem with influencers and girls is like, I don't like to think I'm big. So I don't want this to sound cocky, you know, but I feel like once, even like for smaller people, once you start to get a following, I feel like you it's hard to tell if a girl really likes you because you know you're you or because you know you're making more money than the average person my age or you have followers and stuff. 
So I feel like slowly as you get bigger, it actually almost makes it harder to find someone that like genuinely likes you for you. Cause you never really know. Even if you ask the girl, obviously she's not going to admit it. So you, the good thing is like, you know, listen, over time that comes, right? Like to be honest, it's a fair thing to think about too. Like I've always, I'm not in your position in that regard, but you know, I come from like an entrepreneurial family background. We have our app now. And like, you know, as you build success, you always worry about that. And you think like, is this person dating me? Cause they actually want to date me or they are like, they're just talking because they know what I, I can provide in the future or who I am kind of thing. And you typically like, you'll start to know as you get like, you know, you go more dates, you can kind of weed them out after a while. Some people, listen, there's some girls who are very good at what they do and they know how to, how to pull the right strings. And put on the right how to trick you a hundred percent. But there's like, you know, over time, you can see the telltale signs. As long as you think with your, like with, with this more than with this and with the thing down there, then you should be uh, shit. That's crazy. My girlfriend just FaceTime me. She must be, her ears must be ringing. Um, but no, if you think, if you think like level headed, you can kind of weed them out. I'm sure you seem like a pretty smart guy for, for your, your age. I think you'll be all right. I feel like my ideal thing is if I was going to go like date a girl or try dating a girl, I feel like I'd try to find someone that has no idea what I do knows nothing about the social media stuff so i know 100 percent she's just like just there to meet me learn about me knows nothing about all that so i know she's not a cloud chase i know she's not a gold digging but yeah you know it's funny now like she, your, DMs, your dms are gonna blow up with girls being like hey i'm not a gold digger i don't even know who you are it's gonna be all these girls from tiktok and instagram hitting you up <laughs> well no it's gonna be you're gonna be on your first date with the mcdonald the mcdonald's dinner and they're gonna be like what oh. the fuck i signed up for more than this yeah i thought i was getting some 50 dollars steak what do you mean I'm getting a single patty hamburger? <laughs> not, not even a combo, man. eh? Not even a combo. You're not even getting no drink and fries. You're getting the patty. That's about it. <laughs> I love it, man. Luca, before we wrap up, I want to ask you something. So obviously being on social media and you got, you know, millions of followers, you got tons of videos, tons of content. What's something that your followers wouldn't know about you or something that people can't Google or find about you on social media? What's something that people don't know? That I'm probably like the biggest, like the world's biggest introvert. And I feel like everybody thinks, you know, you're posting all this stuff for thousands of people to see, but it's like, it's only because I don't physically see them. Like when I think about doing music, I feel like the hardest part is one day if I like do get successful in music, it's like, I have the worst stage, right? Even on tour, I'm like still trying to figure this out. But like, I hate, I can't put myself in front of like a whole bunch of people physically. Like I like get quiet and stuff. And so like, even when I'm out at part, at parties like big groups of like friends i only will talk to the people that i know i'll never go up to a new person and start a conversation if they come to me and they initiate the conversation i like you know i'll slowly get better but i can't be the first one to talk i can't go up to people i get super shy like i'm dead ass probably like one of the biggest introverts i feel like people just assume because you know you're doing the social media you're putting stuff out there for hundreds of thousands of people to see they assume i'm an extrovert but i'm really not so that's really interesting I wouldn't have thought that either. I actually would have thought you're pretty extroverted. Like you seem like that, that kind of, that's really, that's good to know. That's, that's pretty cool. All right. <clears throat> well, Luca, we, we appreciate you taking the time of your day to sit down with us, man. This is an awesome conversation. We are, we are now, we are fans now for sure. I'm going to be fucking, you're just going to catch me on your comments. Like, yo, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, but we appreciate I'm you taking the time of your day. Though. Yeah, man, we got to get you on our app too. We got to get you on our app. I'm going to, I'll send you, I'm going to send you a DM after this. So make sure you check mine. But, um, 100%. Beauty. Luca, we got two questions we always ask every guest. The first, if there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Could be anyone from any point in time. Oh, 
I mean, I don't think the age really fits the role now, but I feel like if I had a movie, I feel like I put Adam Sandler there just because he's hilarious. Love it. That's a great answer. A young Adam Sandler. Uh, last question. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um, I don't want this to sound cliche at all, but it's really like be yourself. Because I found in high school, you know, I started kind of like not adapting, but like doing more stuff to fit in. And I was like, it came to a point. I was like, yeah, I like, I really hate doing this. I hate doing stuff just for other people to accept me. And so as cliche as it sounds, literally just be yourself and don't change for anyone. Don't change your style, the way you do your hair, the way you dress, the way you post pictures, don't change anything. Respect. That's probably what I said. Love it. It's good advice, man. You seem uh, years years above your age, man. Good for you. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be following along. Maybe I'll, we'll try and uh, maybe I'll get more than eight views when I try to do one of your videos <laughs> or something like that. But I love it, man. I love it. Keep it up. Yeah, it it's super fun. Yeah. Luca, if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, all your TikToks and the, the tour and everything, where can they go? How can they find you? Guys, can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Mostly Luca. I post every day. Beauty. Love it. And for those listening, if you made it to the end of the episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time. Give Luca a follow on TikTok, Instagram, hit him up. He won't read your DMs, but he's got some good content for you. Uh, and that's it. Sign off, guys. Cheers. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every high Got alone, no one thing You're not alright, I'm not alright Oh, bro.